In today's 10th episode of the Sports and Psychology Podcast, we are doing a specific technique, and that is brain dumping and planning. I'll explain what it is throughout the pod, but we've all been there, where we're stressed out by everything we have to do, our days seem like only supermen can handle them, or superwomen, and my brain is so full of juggling different items, I'm exhausted. So if you're a coach, player, or sports enthusiast, and you want some help giving your brain a break, then you're right where you want to be. Hello, buenos dias, dobry den, ohayo gozaimasu. Welcome to the Sports and Psychology Podcast, the weekly Saturday morning pod where we talk all things athletics, tactics, performance, and most importantly, mindset. I am your host, Cord Thomas, letting them three balls fly. I'm a mindset coach specializing in sports psychology, performance, stress, and anxiety reduction, and mental preparation, having helped hundreds of clients and tens of professional athletes exceed their potential, reach their goals, and lead fulfilling lives. After becoming a two-time Taekwondo Junior Olympic medalist and moving from the US to Europe to study and play basketball, I found my passion in the psychology of success. Before we hop into things, do me a favor, hit that follow button below the video or the pod to get updates on new episodes. And if you're here with me on YouTube, hit me with a like and a comment. Thank you for making the Sports and Psychology Pod your first Saturday morning listen. If you want to reach out and connect with me or join in our mailbag episode, you can find me on Instagram at athlete.m1ndset, Twitter, athlete mindset, or email me at sportsandpsychologypod at gmail.com. Let's hop into things. Since I am traveling in the upcoming weeks, this and the next few episodes are going to be without the news and notes sections so that I can record ahead of time and keep rolling out the content for you. That being said, let's dump this topic out. I know that one was a bit of a stretch, but brain dumping dump. Anyways, here we go. Something when it comes to explaining kind of how our brains work and and our RAM capacity in, in the computer language, I kind of explained to my clients that it's like Windows 98. For those of you who are listening that were born after 98, lucky you didn't experience the deathly slow era of computers. But think iPhone after a few updates and the capacity is completely full. And then you go and open, so with the Windows 98, we go and open 50 Internet Explorer windows. What's going to happen? It's going to start shutting down. Nothing's going to load. Nothing's going to work properly how we would expect it to. Our brains are kind of like that. If we're juggling 50 open windows, 50 things we need to do tomorrow or in the next weeks or years, 50 things up in the air, it's going to have a really hard time processing new information and an even harder time allowing us to focus on a single thing because it's bouncing 10% here, 5% there, 3% there and loading and trying to keep up with things. That's kind of where we're at. And so that's why we come with this technique so that it allows us to then focus when we want to focus and be present and really dive into things 100% without constantly having in the back of our brain different red 
red lights flashing of, hey, you still need to do this and still need to do that. So focusing, focusing is the big goal of this technique. That's, that's why we want to be able to do it. And why would we want to focus? The more we focus, the more effective we are in general. Um, being able to say, give my 100% attention is going to get me done a whole lot faster. You can absolutely believe that right now, talking to you on this podcast, I'm 100% here. I'm right here with you. My brain isn't escaping somewhere else. It's not coming up with all the things I have to do after this, like edit or, you know, take a shower or go to sleep, what have you. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here and I'm focused so that I can knock it out, get it done and not spend three hours trying to record this pod. The same thing should happen with your sport. You should be there right there and ready to go. The same thing should happen in conversations with your boyfriend or girlfriend, your partner. The same thing should happen when you're at work or at school. You should be there and you should be focused. So why aren't we? Well, because we're juggling a ton of tasks in our head. We have a ton of open Internet Explorer windows. Why do we get into this scenario? Well, a lot of us have a lot that we want to accomplish. We're not in the era anymore of human life where we can juggle everything in our head. It's not all we have to do in a day is feed the horses and go pick some corn <laughs> like, or, or go for a hunt. Our days are not as simple as they used to be. It used to be possible. It used to be possible when things were a whole lot simpler for people to do five tasks in a day and more or less be done and remember it all. We're not there anymore. We have probably 50 to 100 things each one of us does in a day, from checking our mails to looking at social media to making sure that we've done our homework or, or done things for work to organizing to cleaning. It's a ton of stuff. And if we don't keep up, then we feel like we're, we're behind and then, and then we have even more to juggle. So that's, that's why we get into this position. That's why we're here. And if we could focus on little individual things, those micro goals we talked about back in episode two, then we're able to work forward at a faster pace, get things done, take a break, move forward, and always be here and now pushing towards accomplishing things quickly and effectively. Instead of doing things halfway or, or being in our heads and not doing things the way they should be done and then needing to repeat them three times. I had a manager back when I was working as a project manager for a very large e-commerce company that I won't name here on the pod. Uh, that she, anyways, she used to say, I want it done well and effectively the first time. Let's not redo work multiple times. That's the goal, as simple as that. So how do we get there? This technique, brain dumping, will really help us get there. We are going to take a short break now, and uh, we've gone over why our brains get overwhelmed, and kind of how they work, and uh, how we're not helping it, maybe. In the second segment, we are going to hop into what brain dumping is, why it helps, and the absolute ideal scenario for doing it. Stick with me. It is time to talk about stress. We're hitting the fall and winter season, family gatherings, heavy work schedules, exams, etc. And managing our stress levels is a necessity. Other than finding help from someone like myself to teach you 
techniques and manage your stress levels. An easy thing all of us can do is to just take a moment, take a deep breath in, release it, and say one thing that I was successful in today and one thing I'm grateful for today. By taking a second to reflect and notice how we're doing and feeling today, we're going to give ourselves a small break from the constant anxiety and problem solving. Clear out our head and be able to move forward calmer and more focused. So make sure to take a moment to reflect on yourself and how well you're doing today. Let's do it together, dear listener. Today, I'm grateful for my wife and all the amazing, wonderful efforts she's been putting into our lives together, making this apartment beautifully clean and uh, definitely working towards our goals of having a wonderful, successful, organized life. And in terms of success for me, I'm happy I'm here. <laughs> I'm, I feel that I'm very successful sitting here recording this 10th, yes, 10th Dear Listener podcast. That's two and a half months of every weekend putting out a podcast for you. So make sure to go back, do that. That's a big thanks for me. And uh, from my side, thank you for listening. This has been fun and we will continue rolling out those episodes every weekend. We are back. And here in the second segment, we are talking about what brain dumping is and the complete ideal version of how to do it. Then in the third segment, we are going to jump into what to do with our brain dump so that we're really getting up to a level of effectivity and focus that will give us an upper hand on our competition or just a state of calm in our lives that we are looking for. So first of all, what is brain dumping? Basically, what I ask my clients to do is at the end of the day, pen, paper, ideally keep the same list, just expand on it every evening, write down everything they can think of within five to 10 minutes of things that they need to do, want to do, have to do. I, I'm not a big fan of the word have to, but you get the point. Anything they can think of in terms of a to-do list. That's the first version. That's where I would start. Now, if we want to get into how to do a perfect brain dump, I would say split your lists and do them at different times. If you're ending your school day or your work day, take five minutes at the end of the day and do a brain dump for it. It's a way to clean yourself and reset for whatever upcoming activities you have, whether that's your sport then, whether that's time with your partner, or just time by yourself, that ability or, or that time spent to write down the tasks you have in your head is going to free up your brain to focus on what's next and give you the ability to really be in the moment and kind of reset yourself and your energy to not still be in school or work mode. So end of the workday, I sit down, I write down everything that I want to do tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. It doesn't matter. Anything that pops into my head that is a to-do list item. And if later I'm doing something and something pops up that's a to-do list, I can open my list back up and write it down and free up my head to not juggle tasks. So on one hand, we have the end of the workday or end of the school day. 
For my athletes, I would ask you to do it after the sports day as well. You're done exercising. You're done working out. Do your, do your brain dump. Sit, write down whatever it is that you want to be doing the next day. Or exercise, if we're not doing it professionally or not trying to accomplish it professionally, can be included in our personal in our personal life to-do list. So for the personal life to-do, the, to-do list, right before bed or right before bed, at the start, ideally at the start of our evening routine, we're going to sit and write out the things that are in our personal life to-do list. That's going to really clean our head, free up our brain, give us a feeling that our brain energy, our effectivity, our focus can now be given somewhere else. Something that I haven't talked about yet is the importance of checking off tasks. So you do your brain dump. Ideally, right before you do that, you go back and you look at what you did that day and cross off whatever you have accomplished, which is great. It's important to do. And as you cross things off, what's really important about it is to connect with your emotions, connect with the positive feelings, be grateful, feel the success. Building on that feeling, connecting, being there, and not only looking at all the things I didn't accomplish, but feeling great about the things that I did accomplish is what's going to help also with the motivation to continue accomplishing other things on the list and to build our self-confidence. So if you're doing a ton of things in the day and just looking at all the things you still have to do, you're missing an opportunity to give yourself a pat on the back and feel good about yourself so that you continue desiring that feeling. You know, if, if every time you exercised, if every, if every time you played your sport, the coach told you, hey, you had a great practice today, you would want to come in the next day and have another good practice and hear that again. So why is it that we don't want to give ourselves that kind of recognition? Why are we always concerned more about how much there is still to do, how much we haven't done, instead of what we have? Consciously take that time to connect, to feel. I did great work today, and it feels good. We are going to take another short break, and when we come back, We're going to get into what to do with our beautiful brain dump to-do lists once we have them. Don't pull off your headphones just yet, stick with me. It is time to talk about my services. One of my favorite topics with clients is leadership, organizing and driving a team, setting standards, values, priorities, and a passion for success within those teams. This applies to both my athletes, coaches, and my non-athlete clients, such as the five to six business owners I have at the moment. I love helping owners and managers, as well as leaders of a sport, spend time and energy on what's truly valuable. That's why we're doing brain dumping today. Can you imagine? I had a new client come to me and tell me his own sports success was being derailed by the fact that all his energy just went into organizing, organizing and caring for the rest of his team. This is more common than you think. Then I have a whole slew of clients who either are supposed to lead and they don't, or don't know how, or they just don't have the respect of their team or the management or their colleagues. We do such amazing work together. And it's truly fantastic to see these people evolve and to see them outpacing their goals month after month. 
If this sounds like something you need, then reach out now. Send me a few sentences on what you're struggling with, and I'll tell you directly whether or not we would be a good match. And if not, I'll do my best to recommend someone who would. I work with athletes 15 years of age and older and all other clients from 17 plus and each session is only $60 until the end of the year. All of my sessions are completely personalized to your needs, whether that's online or in person. So take a look at booking a session directly at coachingpraha.com slash book online or reach out to me on Instagram at athlete.m1ndset, Twitter, athlete mindset, or email me at sportsandpsychologypod at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Sports and Psychology Podcast. In the second segment, we covered what brain dumping is and how to do it. Now in the third segment, we are going to dive into what to do with those lists now that we've lightened our mental load. First, we want to take a look at that list, maybe the next morning, ideally. I wouldn't recommend doing this right after we do the brain dump, so take a look at the list at a set time, maybe next morning, maybe if, it's, if we're talking about the personal list, maybe after work, whenever it's suitable to look at it the next day. But uh, take a look at our list, and the first thing we want to do is make sure that everything we had written down the previous day is the right size. What do I mean by that? In an ideal world, nothing on our to-do list is larger than an hour. Yeah. Do you have a project for work that's going to take 12 hours? Too big. Do you have a editing a podcast <laughs> that's going to take three hours? Too big. Do you have something for school? Do you have homework for school that's going to take six hours? Too big. Do you have something else that is going to take you multiple hours? Do your best to break those things up into one hour pieces. Why? Part of what causes us to procrastinate, to set things off, is because we know things are too big. Is because we're afraid of how big they are and that once we start, we really need to spend all the time on those things. If we can break things up into smaller pieces, we can get them done, feel better about ourselves that we've accomplished something, and then get into the next please, next piece, have time to reset, in between and uh, maybe we don't need to accomplish it all in one day that's okay but at least we've done something instead of procrastinating until the last given minute at the same time if we have a task that's too big and we don't know how to break it up first of all let's put in a task to do that it's great to set a task for planning so let me put in a task let me put in something on the to-do list that says replan Replan big work project. Replan homework studying. Replan exam prep. And that's what I'm going to prioritize first. I do that, I break it up, I give it a plan and a timeline. And then once we have everything on the list in correct sizes, we are going to ideally then prioritize. Something I've been asking clients to do is to set number priorities for each task. This might be something in the beginning you're going to want to skip because it does add an extra layer of complexity to the whole activity, to the entire technique. But especially for like my business owners, this is something that's really effective in making sure that they're spending time on what is important. Anyways, so in terms of prioritization, I'm going to look at my list and I'm going to give everything a number. Fives are urgent. Do as soon as possible. 
Fours, very important. Threes, normal importance. Twos are going to be things that I would call maybe less important and ones are our nice to haves. In an ideal world, we've gotten all of the fives, fours, and threes done with and can spend time on twos and ones. In the real world, usually we will never get to the twos and ones unless we increase their priority. Now, if my employee, if my team writes me 10 times about twos or ones, I'm going to, yeah, raise the priority because obviously for them it's a higher priority than, for, than it is for me. But since people are wanting it for me, I'm going to raise that priority number and eventually get to it. But, uh, you know, if someone unimportant has written me a message and I would have to spend a good amount of time to reply, I might give that a one. Now, if a podcast listener writes me a message and I might have to put some effort into it, I might give that, you know, a three. Regular priority, something I want to get to, but isn't urgent, isn't something that needs to be prioritized maybe immediately. Once we have our list and we have our prioritization done, then we want to distribute our brain dump, distribute our to-do list. We're going to take a look at the things and we're going to ask which day does it make sense to do it. We really want to be realistic here and we really want to try and do our best to, in our heads, under plan. Someone very smart, I don't know who it was, said that we have a tendency to plan five times more in a day than we're realistically able to accomplish and a hundred times less in a year. Do your best to plan in a day five times less than you usually would. <laughs> try, try and get some tasks in, but uh, we want to make sure that we're really getting at least very close to accomplishing everything we had on the to-do list for that day. Once things are prioritized and distributed, we want to make sure as much as possible that while we're doing the tasks, you're not worrying about all the other things you still have to do. You trust that they're written down and good to go. And you completely focus in on the task at hand. One last recommendation on these to-do list items from my side is to ask yourself, under what circumstances can I rewrite my to-do list? I've had clients who have really struggled with having things come in, emails in the morning, new homework assignments, what have you, that kind of destroys their plans they made at the beginning of the week or in the morning. Or some people just have a tendency to jump as soon as possible on whatever it is that, that comes up, otherwise they're afraid they'll forget it. A, we want to know that everything we have has been written down and write new things coming in down on the to-do list and ideally, ideally distribute it in the morning. But if we have something urgent come up, it's a five, right? Super high priority, urgent, needs to be done now. I would challenge you to, yes, absolutely put it on your to-do list for the day, even do it. But if something comes in, something of equal size needs to come out. Don't try and accomplish everything. If you're adding things to do to your to-do list, take something out and move it to the next day. It might mean reorganizing your plans a little bit. That's fine. It is okay to take on new things, but only if we're willing to remove something else. That way we are going to guarantee ourselves that feeling of success, guarantee that we are doing what is needed and not feeling bad about not accomplishing the things that we want to. So. First, brain dump in the evening. Second, we're going to, in, maybe in the next morning, look that 
every single thing is under an hour in estimation. Third, prioritize. Make sure that everything has a number. Fourth, distribute out to each individual day. Fifth, focus in on those tasks. Sixth, when a new urgent task comes, that's fine. That's completely acceptable. What am I not doing instead? I hope you had a great time here with me discussing brain dumping to-do lists and a new way of planning for many of you. If you have other ideas, comments, or just completely disagree with me, make sure you send me an email at sportsandpsychologypod at gmail.com, and I will definitely respond. I think it's great to know that if we lighten our brain's load to get things onto paper, we are creating RAM space and an availability to focus on what's truly important to us. Thank you for listening or watching here on YouTube to the Sports and Psychology Podcast. Please tell your friends if you liked this podcast. That's the way most people learn about great pods is someone has recommended it to them. I'm streaming every Saturday morning everywhere you can find podcasts as well as here on YouTube. If you want to get your questions into a mailbag or give me your thoughts, give me a comment below on YouTube or reach out on Instagram at athlete.m1ndset, Twitter, athlete mindset, or email at sportsandpsychologypod at gmail.com. Do me a favor and hit that like and subscribe button and make sure to leave that five-star review on Apple Pods and Spotify. And in the words of Jabari Walker, don't let today get the best of you. Go and get the best of today. Have a great weekend, everyone. Talk to you next week.